When my son was born and I learned that he had a hearing loss, I was just so scared. I, I didn't know how I was going to communicate with him. I know he would have hearing aids, but now that he's seven years old, he doesn't wear his hearing aids all the time. I tell people, you can't wear hearing aids in a swimming pool, right? So he uses sign language. And thankfully, because of the deaf and hard of hearing service center located in downtown Visalia, and now proud members of the Tillery Kings Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, because of this center, I was able to learn sign language at home. So now I communicate with my children using ASL. But now the deaf and hard of hearing service center, DHHSC, they need your help. They need donations. So please visit www.dhhsc.org forward slash giving Tuesday. And you can uh, donate through PayPal. You can also email Jesse, J-E-S-S-E-L at dhhsc.org. And he can give you more information on how you can donate. Any, any donor wanting a tax deductible receipt can ask DHHSC for one. So make sure to email him today. And please, thank you for donating. And please remember that when you donate to the deaf community, it really helps everyone here in Visalia to connect better. Hey everybody, this is Deanna Saldana. I am Resource Development Director for Habitat for Humanity of Tulare and Kings Counties. And this is Visalia's podcast. Welcome. I want to introduce you. <laughs> this feels very fun. I want to introduce you to Jessica. She's our host. Hi, hi. My name is Jessica, host for Visalia's podcast. I started this podcast to help educate Visalians with health, wealth, and community. So you're going to be educating us today? A little bit, yes. I want to let people know what Habitat for Humanity is all about, but also to introduce to people ways that they can get involved from from the ground roots level mm -hmm. to support, financial support. And we talked about that on a podcast. Mm -hmm. It was actually published in March. It's titled, uh, Visalia's Podcast Visits Visalia Habitat for Humanity. So you can listen to that podcast and learn more on how you can help and volunteer. Where we're sitting yeah. right now, we're sitting at the ReStore. It's a building materials thrift store. And I know a lot of people drive by Lotus yeah. Lane. And they go, I don't know what that is. They refurnish furniture. Well, we actually don't. And in saying that, I'm gonna be a little bit hypocritical because <laughs> we have a great event that we're coming up. Have, have you ever been to the Home Expo, Jen? The Home Expo, oh my goodness. Okay, I love the Home Expo. When I was little, when the convention center was first built, I was a little kid. Everything about the Home Expo is just fun. You can see about the bedroom, you know, what are the colors for this bedroom that you're gonna be showing? We're doing kind of a, what they call modern farmhouse. Hmm. So we're looking at grays, we're looking at some of the real light beigey colors. We're looking at uh, more of a, a teal or turquoise. Oh, yeah. Nothing too out in, you know. No red. Too, no reds, no dark greens or anything like that. Okay. So very earthy, very, um, very fun. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, but light. Yeah. In the living room, how's that going to look like? It, they're all, it's all in one room. So oh, okay, actually okay. what the theme is going to be running through all three rooms. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, what, tell me the theme again. It's a modern farmhouse. Now, modern farmhouse, uh, if you go onto Pinterest, you can see all that, oh, right? Like crazy. What you'll cut, what uh, a lot of people um, kind of gravitate to when you start talking about modern farmhouse is Chip and Joanna Gaines. Mm, who mm -hmm. do, yeah. From Target, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, hey, everybody. This is Deanna Saldana. We're back at Visalia's podcast. Hey, Jessica. Hello. And um, I left off with Birdhouse Auction, which is Habitat's signature event. It uh, just happened this last April. This this past Birdhouse Auction was very special because. This is actually our 25th anniversary. Oh. Habitat started in 1994 here locally with a board, volunteer board driven organization. And now we have like 65 families in homes wow. and we've helped over 400 people with home repairs and whatnot. So now we have the monster murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I like the poster, I like this. Isn't that fun? I like that, who did that? Um, I, I made it, but yeah, it's it's a vector file. I like it. File. Good job. All, all you graphic people are going, oh, it's a vector file. Okay, a yeah. vector file. <laughs> I know, right? So, but yeah, I mean, last year we um, we purchased a piece of property in the city of Hanford, and we knew that we wanted to start building. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we needed to get a few more people involved. We needed some fundraising to happen. And so last year, almost within two months, we threw this thing together. We did a mystery uh, dinner, a murder mystery dinner, and we partnered up with the King's Players. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's a big theater group, like the Ice House Theater Group, uh, but we have, it was a big theater group that did kind of a Roaring Twenties theme and knocked it out of the park yeah it was so much fun there was about 110 people wow. there so it was a small intimate what were they wearing it roaring we had people dress okay. up that Good. was the fun thing i like you know? to do that I, I like i like went to events where you got to dress up and theme you had your um birdhouse and yeah. you had a theme for that wizard right? of oz that was two years ago that's cool i like that yeah. you, that's good and i feel like that if you're a business owner or a nonprofit. Check this out about Diana. She has creativity and she brings it to the table and it actually stimulates interest in your events. So Friday, October 25th, tell me though, what should people wear to this event? Um, it, this is a monster murder mystery. Ooh. So we want people dressed up for, you know, as vampires or whatever. Monsters, you Dracula. Yeah. It's it's gonna be essentially a, a, a party at- uh, For adults. Yes. Yeah, it says Halloween party. Yeah, it says just days before All Hallows Eve, a secret gathering is planned for some of the most notorious monsters and villains in modern or not so modern history. Yeah. Be among the chosen few who will witness history. There is no telling what may happen. Oh my goodness. And it's at the Irwin Street Inn in Hanford. Have you been there? You know, but you are at the RSVP by October 23rd. And let's see here, tickets and sponsor information available online www.hfhtkc.org. That's a mouthful. Wow. I thought that Tillery King's Hispanic Chamber was hard, but. Well, and this one, <laughs> this, it's an acronym for Habitat yeah. for Humanity of Tillery King. Or, well, no of, but Tillery King. Yeah, yeah, Humanity. okay. But this is the big one. We have an early bird special going on right now. So if you want to fill a table of eight, 
then we're giving a discount. It's 600 bucks. Now, give me an idea. When a, a business owner, they want to buy a table, what can you do with that table? Who could you invite? Anybody. You could have uh, family and friends. You could have business uh, officials that you want to entertain, uh, clients, uh, absolutely anybody. And they're going to love this, right? The, it, their clients? We want you guys to come prepared to be engaged. Okay. So we want you to tell us who killed who. Built in the 1800s. So it is a, a functional inn. They have a, You can have lunch and dinner there as well. They have this fabulous chef. And it, because it's that age, it has so much character and yeah. ambiance. So we're going to throw up a few spider webs and call it good. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. You don't have to do anything to it. So Yeah, and, we, and for both of these, I, I do want to say props for not only the Judy Cyber Memorial Golf Tournament, but the Monster Murder Mystery. Thank you to our committee, because it, I don't think people, volunteers out there, really yeah. understand how important they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there are nonprofits out there who are always looking for somebody to come and help them yes. out. And a lot of times what you can do, it, like I said, if you don't want to swing a hammer, yeah. you can help us plan one of these events mm-hmm. or run an event yeah. for us. And promote this. If you're listening to this right now, where can they uh, download a flyer or can they email you? They can email me at info at, and then it would be the acronym, acronym for Habitat okay. or Humanity to Larry King. So hfhtkz.org. Okay, info they could do that. at that. Okay, info at hfhtkc.org. Okay, and they email you, and then you'll send them a flyer for them to print, and they can put it in their office, help Absolutely. you out. Okay. Plus, all this stuff is on our website. Oh, and what's your website again? It's www.hfhtkc.org. TKC.org. It's so funny because you probably think, I'm looking at your teeth while you're trying to do that because you're trying to yes. enunciate. Yes, yeah. well, my kids, they go to speech therapy, right? <laughs> and uh, I go to, I've go. i been to Valley Children's and the teacher would sit with me. She's like, all right, Jessica, we're going to do speech therapy for you. And then you're going to have you teach your kids. So, yes, that's the fun part. I tell people I kind of wouldn't ever want to record myself doing a podcast because <laughs> then you're going to see my face like look weird. And then, What's Jessica saying? So, but Deanna... Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk some fun stuff. Okay. All righty. So the fun part about this is that we're going to learn more about Deanna, and she said she was an artist, so if you want to hear about her artistic side, listen to the podcast where I interviewed her. You can go to the show notes. I'm going to put the link there. Click on that, and then you can hear all about her art experience but we're also going to talk about something else so tell me more about what else you do uh well I, i'm a singer a singer okay yeah and uh, hmm, i was professional for about 16 years started really young i think a lot of people who are in that really really well not just having that really creative box i think a lot of people who are in that particular box they usually discover it pretty early and then start creating you know making so how making their family crazy i i first my first uh public appearance was when i was 12. 12 yeah where uh i'm actually canadian okay so i was born and raised in southwestern saskatchewan canada and uh, oh i've been to saskatchewan before. have you really yes. I took so a you cruise. actually know where it is that's crazy yeah. yeah yeah very just plain 
Like, yeah, it, uh, lots of cows. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> lots I, was of cows. Say, I just remember a bunch of wood and dust. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. So I uh, was born and raised there and, and stayed in Canada for quite a while. I've in, um, I'm not sure what year, I think I was like 22 or something like that. I moved to Calgary, Alberta and auditioned for the Young Canadians of the Calgary Stampede. I haven't <laughs> brought this stuff up for years, Jessica. <laughs> um, and I was able to sing with them for a couple of years, which is great because they're very, very much a song and dance troupe, right? So yeah. they do... Um, like celebrant singers. Broad, mm -hmm. They do like Broadway scenes. They do... Um, both acting and dancing. So we had, I had the opportunity to kind of really get involved in all of that. So he, do you know how to do I ended up moving to LA and becoming a part of the business for a recording artist. Um, Which I recording artist? Brenda Russell. Brenda Russell, okay. Now, a lot of people don't know who she is. They'll know her song. She did a song called Piano in the Dark. So that was one that when I joined. Piano in the, dar in the Dark? Okay. Yeah, piano in the Dark. But the one that she's known quite well for is um, uh, Get Here. Get Here, okay. Okay, here's my singing. You ready? Yeah. You can reach me by railway. You can reach me by trailway. I don't care how you get here. Just get here if you can. That's Brenda. So I was able to work with her for several years. And that's when I, like early in the podcast, when I was talking about having the opportunity to go to countries. We went to London, England. We went to Japan couple times when we went to Oslo, Norway, and Stockholm, Sweden. Wow. Plus, through the United States, um, we went through the United States. It was so much fun. And, and, and again, the opportunity to travel from coast to coast yeah. in the United States, as we talked about mission people going out, get out of the country, get out of your own backyard, find out what it's like to go to New Orleans, yeah. especially off season. You yeah, don't have yeah. to go there during Carnival, right? I know it's so, just hot and humid, so... But it's a beautiful yeah. country. You know, go to Texas, go to New York, go... You know, just being... I tell... I say to people, they ask me, which is not very often, thank you for asking, <laughs> um, you know, if you were to give somebody advice, a young person, what would your advice be? And my advice would be get out of your own backyard. Yeah. Don't live your life based on what your neighborhood... Yeah. What's ironic is a lot of people who end up leaving and they go someplace, they want to go home yeah, no. at some point. Yeah. Not everybody, yeah. but there's a lot of people who ultimately end home. up, they want to go home. They yeah. want to take this stuff and they want to go back home. I always knew that when I would go to college and travel that I would come back to Visalia mm -hmm. because Visalia has always been my heart. I don't mm -hmm. know, in an odd way, people mm -hmm. tell me, Jessica, you really love Visalia. That's actually my nickname. Sometimes I'll be out there like, hey, Visalia. And uh -huh. I respond, hey, what's up? So rewind though. I'm, I'm stuck about the whole part that you tried out for the Canadian. Okay, tell me about this show again. The Young Canadians of the Calgary Stampede. The Young Canadians of the Calgary Stampede. Now, do they still do this show? Or this competition, or well, the, Ca the Calgary Stampede still goes on. Okay, yeah. so they're still around. Yeah, and then this, so is this basically like the equivalent of American Idol, or what was oh, it? Oh no, 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 no. Uh, the Calgary Stampede is is like a, a World Fair kind of thing. <gasps> yeah, wow. so they have they have. Um, but World Fairs are but very big huge, back in the day. It's a huge rodeo, you know, and and whatnot. They have like um, top name 
entertainers who perform there. The event space where we were was two, three thousand seater. Yeah. 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 So, so people would be just like looking at you and you're out there in the bright lights and yeah. doing your thing. Doing our thing. I yeah. want to see photos. You're going to have to bring out some photos. I'm going to put them on Instagram for Throwback Thursday. No. They, are, they are throwaway back. Yeah. Real, real throwaway yeah, yeah. back. So, oh my goodness. Now, wow. Other than singing and art, what can we catch you doing? Like when you go home, is there a favorite show you watch? Is there a a radio show or a podcast you listen to? Like, do you play video games? You know, what do you do at home to relax? Um, I, I like kind of expressing my artwork. Like right now, this whole um, upcycling thing that I'm doing with the Restore is also a passion that I take. Okay. Me. So there's, you know, taking old wood and re- recycling it and reusing it and creating yeah. something different. So I, I enjoy that. Um, but I, I, my sons and I, cause I'm, I have two boys and my sons are geekified right now <laughs> with Netflix, the dark crystal. Okay. Oh my goodness. So the Jim Henson. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. <gasps> I, I terrorized my children with the dark crystal when they were younger and they are like geekified on Isn't it. Isn't it so it, cool? It's fabulous. It's fabulous. We were, my kids and I, my husband were sitting there like two, three nights ago. Did you watch it? Well, the kids fell asleep, and my husband and I are still there watching. I know, right? And I'm like, hold up here. Put the kids to bed. We're going to continue this episode. <laughs> Have you cute. ever seen the movie? No, I've never oh. seen the movie. Yeah. And Jim Henson's awesome, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, okay, so Netflix. Cool. So you're a cool chick. <laughs> she likes Netflix and chill. So, all right. Now, Visalia... You live here in Visalia, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Tell me, what is your favorite part about Visalia? If you are have a Friday evening to yourself, right, and mm-hmm. the weather's nice, what's your favorite season in Visalia, and what do you like to do? We're just going into my favorite season. Oh, fall. Fall. Fall or spring. Anything where the temperature is not too extreme one okay. way or another. Between so. 70 and 85. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, just being able to uh, brag in many ways to other people that Visalia has something that a lot of the bigger... Um, urban areas have lost touch with mm. and that's downtown mm-hmm. um that uh, we're starting to do a lot of work in hanford and hanford's the same way well hanford has a nice downtown yeah they do and they actually um i have friends that went to cal poly and they're architects and they told me that they would actually have um people from other downtowns in different states mm-hmm. they would visit the hanford, hanford downtown mm-hmm. yeah. to replicate what they offer so they could take it back to their downtown isn't yeah. that crazy yeah hanford yeah and hanford I, I, that's one of the things that i really love about working with them is that they are they're a decent sized city but they're very small town and Feels. the mm-hmm. same thing with visalia too especially in the nonprofit world You'll find that a lot of people who are working in the nonprofit world um, are essentially in this circle of influence where they're hitting up a lot of the same people. Yeah. So oh, when you can yeah. say when you can say that this town can support as many nonprofits as it does, that's impressive. Yeah. So I, I think that's like as the source, as, mm-hmm. the source LGBT plus center. Mm-hmm. They raised so much money last year for over the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be doing it again this year, November 9th. They need repellers and they need people to uh, donate uh, raffle items. 
Have you ever gone over the edge or seen that before? No, but they actually came to us, and so right now we have one repeller. <gasps> oh, my who's gosh. Who's going to be repelling for Habitat, so that, yeah. So there's you go, Newsflash by Celia. Yeah. So who's going to be going over the edge? Um, his you? Name is, his, no, his oh. name is Al, and uh, so we're really excited. He's signing Al? up right now, and okay. he's, he's a friend of our executive director. Okay. But I'll tell you what, if anybody else wants to do it for her Habitat, they want to repel, then, then we'll help the source by getting yes. more people to go down the road. And what's nice is that you can go online and people can donate to you going over the edge. So it's a thousand dollars, but you can put 500 and then your friends and family can match that 500. I give back to the source by volunteering um, over the edge. Actually the, the business itself, they go to many nonprofits mm -hmm. throughout the world and they raise money for c communities and organizations. So when I went last year to volunteer, I didn't know what to expect. I had never even fathomed thinking going over the edge for anything, right? <laughs> and so I, I remember I'm there, I'm like, okay, cool. I get to suit up people. And my role <clears throat> was to help people who are nervous. So if they were nervous, my role was to say, all right, so remember why you're here. Why are you here? Oh, because my sister, she came out and my parents disowned her. Oh, because my friend is uh, gay and her parents keep praying for her that she won't be gay. So I kept hearing these stories, right? So uh, it was really nice. At the end of the day, I, I kind of felt very empowered uh -huh. and I was just sick of the bullying towards the LGBT community. You know, I, I got sick of hearing these stories. I'm like, oh my goodness, what's up with this world? So that's why I volunteer because I love to talk to people about what has happened to them, right? Uh -huh. And turn it into something hopeful, a hopeful story. And Brian, Brian's amazing, Brian Poth, um, his mom was there and she actually wrote me on Facebook. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so going to put you, throw you under the best pat. But she told me, Jessica, I didn't want to go over the edge. I was nervous. And her son's Brian, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he's the head of the whole thing. She goes, but did I talk to you? And I remembered, you know, why I was there. And she said, she went over the edge. She did it. So any age can do it. Um, are you going to be there to see Elle go over the edge? Yep. You are? Okay. Yep. All right. And so, yeah, so the, talking about them. So I brought them up because they raised a lot of money last year. And you're right, Visalia, the circle of influence. Um, I'll go out to events and then like I'll see you often, right? Absolutely. And that's yeah. nice. I like seeing you. And then I'll see Carlos Mendoza, right? Mm -hmm. Um who, who do you feel like in this town right now is really influential and is helping to get things going? Do you see any um, people out there, movers or shakers? An individual? Or an organization. I, I, I say shout out to the source. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think what, what, and I have to go back to Habitat because, you know, I spend so much time and we have spent a lot of time, especially looking back over the past 25 years, or how can we do things differently? How can we change? And I think that what's essentially happening with the source and habitat is that we're realizing that we're stronger together. Yes, amen. And being able to reach out to the source of them to us and then them to others. And we have a couple of other projects we're talking about where, you know, partnership with family services, yeah. and, which we already have. We already have a partnership with CSAT. They come and some of the um, people who are looking to go back to work come through training, through oh. the ReStore. Um, and then we, you guys are both members of the Tulare Kings Chamber as well. Right. So I tell people, it's nice that when you join a chamber, you can go to the ambassador luncheons. All the nonprofits are right there. 
You don't have to be calling everyone. Yeah. Can I help you? Can I help you? No. You go to these ambassador luncheons. You meet the nonprofits right then and there. And they stand up and they say, all right, we need your help this month for this. And we're seeing a change. We are actually seeing a change. Back in 2008, when the bottom kind of fell out of the housing market, a lot of foundations, banks, big corporations and whatnot, kind of closed their doors and says, we're not taking any unsolicited grant applications. You have to be a friend of a friend of a friend yeah. or whatever. And uh, what ended up happening, too, is that a lot of the corporations and, and lots and lots of businesses close their doors as well yeah so we're like we've recently partnered we have this other project i don't have right here we have this project with the goldsmith family and this is community works stronger together right so this is a, a young family who started out of a family of four so husband wife two boys and they wanted another child she's diabetic had some issues medically so they said you know what let's do we'll be foster parents mm -hmm. so they became foster parents and they fell in love with this little boy so they said well now we're gonna adopt him. yeah well what ended up happening mom had another baby oh my god of course right? so now and then so they okay yeah we'll adopt the second little boy and then mom had another baby so now they have three sibling brothers that they have adopted. <laughs> plus, in the middle of all that, they had a baby of their so own. So just eight kids? So now they have four kids under the age of five. They're a family of eight. Well, this is like a math problem, people. Right now, right? <laughs> I'm over oh, here like, yeah, I got the pay right. Pay attention, pay attention. Eight, I got the answer correct. <laughs> so, so, and, and it's an interesting story because yeah. they came to us a year ago. And we are, that's, that's a little outside of our privy, but it was like, wow, these people are... What, what a sacrifice yes. for them to do that. Yeah. And they, of course, bought a house that was perfect for their family at yeah. the time, but you add four more kids and now it's too small. Yeah. And they weren't able to uh, do a second on their house because of their loan agreement. So they came to us uh, through recommendation from the city of Hanford. And we started, well, how can we do this? How can we do this? So we started working out, well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. And since we moved to Hanford, and I realize that we're Visalia podcast, but since we moved to Hanford. But we support Sleeping Kings. Yeah. And we've been getting quite a few people going through the ReStore. We had a great article in the newspaper, and this woman who works in Lamore goes through, to, through the, the ReStore and sees this thing for the, the goldsmiths and whatnot. And she goes, you know, I'm going to reach out. So she did. She called me. She worked for Laprino Foods. Oh. So. Laprino. Okay. Yeah. They have an east and west out in, La in Lamore. So she met up with me and I told her all about the Goldsmith Project. She said, you know, let's, let's apply for a grant for that. We got $25,000. Wow. Family. And that's how community works. Yes. Yes. So you're listening to this podcast right now. Please reach out and help. Mm -hmm. Volunteer attend the monster murder mystery mm -hmm. volunteer at the golf tournament mm -hmm. come shop at restore mm -hmm. um email deanna and ask her for all the flyers print them in your business we have a business in downtown visalia we own an auto shop oh and i tell everybody please send me the flyers yeah i will print them and put them on in the wall because people are sitting there waiting for their cars you know sure that's how community works everyone just has to hand uh, you know hand in hand have, help each other yeah um now I'm excited because I didn't realize how creative you were. I, I knew you were creative, but wow, the singing, the art, my goodness. I feel like we should have a talent show in Visalia <laughs> and we'll have you lead it. No, I actually did try out for a talent show and I, I bombed miserably. Jacob Wilson was actually the director and my sons were part of it. They actually were in it. Jacob Wilson, though, he was um, recently um, 
he tried out for American Idol uh -huh. and he didn't make it, but oh my goodness, I told him, Jacob, thank you for representing Visili. Isn't oh, that yeah, cool? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, so you think you can dance? It was a young yeah. from Hanford. And then we have um, Rudy um, Paris, who was um, on uh, The Voice. Mm -hmm. So Visilia, they have. there's a lot of people who are Central talented. Valley is very gifted, yeah. Yeah, you see that. Huh. And, and it's funny because I actually in a competition right now, my, uh, my dad's a Vietnam vet and um, talking about homelessness, mm -hmm. I'm in a competition right now to raise awareness for homeless veterans and with the money raised for this competition, they're going to build homes for veterans. Isn't that awesome? Where? Um, it's through, it's a, it's a Maxim magazine actually. Okay. So Maxim, <laughs> yeah, I know. But the thing is I tell people Maxim magazine or, you know, it's not Playboy, you know, but they at the end of the day are supporting homeless veterans. So how can I say no? <laughs> and what's cool is that they actually have a cut on Thursday. They're cutting people. And so I'm 12th right now. So I'm, I'm making the cut. Oh, so, so far. Yeah, awesome. and I'm actually scared now because I didn't think I'd make it this far. And now I'm all, wait a minute. I, I really don't want to be on the cover. <laughs> you know, because then they're going to make you model and stuff. Oh, my. But, but me bringing this up is because if you're a Visalian and you want to do something different, if you want to be on the cover of a magazine, if you want to start your own podcast, if you want to, you know... Right, Deanna? Do it. Do it. Do it. Give me some words of advice. Come on. <laughs> no, and I think that's that's one of the things that's changing um, is that people are getting so that more and more they're feeling as if they can really be creative and start their own business. Yeah, and yeah. Whatnot. And um, we're not so corporately driven here in Visalia yet that oh. the, the mom Why do you say yet? Said, well, you know, the... the we're getting a, a lot of the bigger companies, you know, what they say, the, the, the Amazon. Um, oh, Amazon Prime? Yeah. Well, just Amazon in general. Okay. We're doing so much online shopping. Uh, but I think that our little community, I know Hanford is definitely fighting for this. The little communities still need the little downtown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's really, really important. One of my, one of my favorite things, and I do it just about every weekend, is to go to the farmer's markets. Oh. I think local produce is will save the planet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Frankly. Yes. It's a, it's a broad stroke, but I think being able to go and get your tomatoes from somebody who's like yeah. two, three miles away is much better than getting a tomato that was picked last Thursday. And you know, that's how I was, I was growing up. I mean, that's how I was raised. My father would take me to Remate mm -hmm. on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And I'll go ride the little pours. Yeah, yeah. I get my little pico de gallo, my mm -hmm. fruit cup. We get some fruits and veggies. Mm -hmm. And Very I am community. so thankful that he did that, right? Because you know that if uh, produce is sprayed with like uh, pesticides and stuff that isn't uh, GMO, mm -hmm. and then you consume it, you eat it, it actually makes you sick. Mm -hmm. So you're taking care of your health. Are you Are you uh, conscious of your health? Yeah, I've tried to go vegan. Tried. I'm not totally there yet, but yeah. I'm in the same boat as you, though. Yeah. We're over here rowing the same boat. <laughs> We're rowing the same boat. And I, I just think it's, it's eye-opening once you start to feel better. Um, I've uh, personally had some inflammation in elbows, knees, and things. It's all gone. You know, your health does improve, and, and it's up to us. You know, we keep looking to pharmacies and doctors to fix our problems. It's not there. No. It, it's up to us. And actually, I did a podcast two weeks ago with a Debbie, and she's with uh, Arbonne. Arbonne. She's a health, mm -hmm. and she actually said that uh, peanut butter, if you eat peanut butter, it causes inflammation, but switch to almond butter uh -huh. or sun 
sunflower mm -hmm. or butter, so I think she said. Don't quote me on the sunflower. I'm like, I'm not sure what it is, but the almond butter for sure. Yeah. Uh, I bought, my husband bought almond butter. We took it home. My little girl is two. She doesn't want to eat the peanut butter. It's she fabulous. wants the almond butter. It's so much fun. So there you go. <laughs> but hey, we got to cover, we were able to cover health, wealth, and community yep. on this episode. You weren't sure we were going to be able to cover it, and we, we covered did. everything. Now, any questions for me, Deanna, before we end this podcast? So what's your what's your goal as far as doing this on a regular basis? Because having the opportunity to do a podcast that people can listen to and get specifically neighborhood news, if you will, is very, very important. Um, I think they're very uh, inspirational to do this. Um, so what's, what's your goal? My goal? Okay, so my goal is to connect Visalia. I see that... Uh, the Visalia Times Delta, unfortunately, you know, I, I worked there. Mm -hmm. I drove by it the other day and I saw there's a sign in front and they don't do any business in the office anymore. So I tell people, you know what, one day Visalia Times Delta, it's not going to be there. There's not going to be a newspaper anymore. And that makes me sad. I don't even want to talk about that. And it, it makes me sad. So I want to keep Visalia connected. And how are we going to stay connected if we don't have a newspaper? Yeah. You know, and yes, we have Facebook, but you know, Facebook, it's just a different animal podcasting. You can hear the voice. You mm -hmm. can hear the people, what they feel. And I've learned so much from the people that have been on my podcast. I want to connect health, wealth, and community on different levels. And I can listen to this podcast and know what I can do next week to help. Yeah. And, and I, I love that you're doing this because I don't know that a lot of people do know what's going on in their own backyard. And I am I am deeply saddened by the uh, seeming loss of the Visalia Times Delta. I think it, a community paper is incredibly important to know what's happening. I, I don't know how, how much over and over and over again we need to know about what's going on in Washington or yeah, right? you know what happened in LA or what happened in Chicago it's important but it's important but man day to day we need to know what's happening we in Visalia. also need to know what's happening in Visalia and it's especially as far as the nonprofits a lot of yeah. opportunities come and go and the community isn't aware of them yes so being able anyway well, Whether thank you. It, yeah, yeah it, 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 being able to do that. So, Jessica, thank you for doing that. No, you're welcome. And thank you for being on my show again, second time. No worries. It's, it's fun doing podcasting with you. If you have any questions, please reach out to Deanna. Give them your phone number again and contact information. Okay. Uh, again, we're Habitat for Humanity of Tulare Kings County. So, all, everything is all that acron acronym. So, <laughs> so, it's info at hfhtkc.org. Our website is www.hfhtkc.org. And our just our office phone number here is 559-734-4040. If you want to speak directly to me, my extension is 100 or 106, excuse me. Okay. Uh, or 106. And if you want to talk to Anita, she's our volunteer coordinator. You want to know a little bit more about that. Her extension is 100. She is also the one who can answer questions about a potential new homeowner in Hanford. Okay, now check this out. It says, you could be the next Habitat for Humanity homeowner. Yeah. So if you're listening right now, you you could have a home in Hanford. Yeah. And tell me about that. Okay, there's certain qualifications. I think it's, you have to be making steady income. We're at 22000 to 47000 depending upon what the size of your family is. 
Um, and you have to be willing to partner with Habitat. That's one of the ways sweat, that Habitat sweat is. Equity, right? Sweat equity okay. is very, very important because it uh, it's a partnership between us. When, because we do a lot of volunteer service and have volunteers coming out, having the homeowners working side by side with them is priceless. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they put up to 500 hours of sweat equity. And part of the way they can do that is supporting our uh, fundraising yeah. opportunities, working here in the ReStore. And, and you, you can know. actually hear more about that on the last podcast we recorded. Mm-hmm. And it's nice because you said you can actually get your family involved mm-hmm. and to get that sweat equity. So check out that podcast. Details in the show notes. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for inviting me here Thanks, again. Jennifer. And make sure to continue listening to Visalia's podcast and this. This is Emmanuel from Emmanuel's Automotive. Thank you for listening to Visalia's podcast. And remember, for all your automotive needs, visit us at Emmanuel's Automotive. You can reach us at 559-409-2133. Thank you. What's up you guys? Oh wait, this isn't YouTube. My name is Riley Jones and I'm a local YouTuber here in Visalia. Over the course of the next six months, I'll be traveling the world and I'll be documenting my adventures on my YouTube channel. If that sounds interesting to you, feel free to check out my YouTube channel. The name is Lily Lou. That's L-Y-L-E-E-L-O-U. Once again, you can check me out and support me at Lily Lou on YouTube. Thank you for all of your support and a huge thank you to Visalia's podcast for having me.